Hello, this is Michael McDonald, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potato. Out here, just a little bit street, but I'll trip it out. It gets a lot Coming at you from the new state of California, state of emergency. Uh, I am Jonah, uh, and I am tinged and coughing. Um, Neil is here wearing his protective gear. Yep. Yes, his, his mask and his fedora. And then Cash is here. Hi, uh, everybody. Cash, Not a you're, fedora. You, Cash, you're getting ready. You're getting ready to uh, even go deeper into the smoke. You know, yeah, in I know. I saw, I saw the, my future in the flames, and I'm pursuing it <laughs> right on brother right on our guest today is a returning guest uh, i guess we didn't uh, disappoint too much last time he was on the show but he is uh, just uh the right amount one of our one of our favorite one of our favorite guys one of uh my favorite uh musicians uh around right now uh and uh, his name is jeff rosenstock hello hi nice to be here first fire season yay oh that's oh. right it's your first fire season welcome how you how you adapting uh i I, I thought I today's crazy, huh? I walked yeah. I walked into like the windows open in her bathroom. All of our under other all of our other windows are closed, and I walked into my bathroom. I was like, "Oh, it's smoky." Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like it's uh, snowing. Yeah, it's wild. Well, which is wild because apocalyptic. It, uh, yeah, you know, two states over, it is snowing for some reason. Yeah, yeah. that's fucking nuts. Yeah. For some reason. If only something was going on that would explain all of this. Yeah. If there was yeah. something like maybe 20 or so years ago that someone mentioned was happening and we did nothing. 20 years ago, that would be so hard to remember. Plandemic. Nirvana. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, no. Talk about Teen yeah. Spirit. And then everything changed. <laughs> you ever notice that everything changed after Nirvana, man? Yeah. Wow. Water boils at a lower point now, man. <laughs> I just watched uh, um, The Dead Don't Die, that Jim Jarmusch zombie movie. Did anyone okay. see that? Yeah. I, 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 I saw know, that it, it was on last night, and then I was like, oh, I don't feel, I just wasn't in the mood for it. Yeah. I mean, it's I like, it's it like Jarmusch. Yeah, it's Jim Jarmusch. It's so it's like that pacing, uh, but it's uh, it's very slow. But like the zombies, like they like basically there was a like a drilling in the Arctic and it changes the uh, Earth's uh, axis, and that's oh, why. Wow. Zombie, yeah. and, but it's like it's very it's a zombie comedy, so they're like they over-explain it nonstop, and then. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so um, Jeff, uh, you're uh, you're doing you're you're how long have, have you been in L.A.? Uh, I moved here in January. Oh. So 2020 is a oh. odd year for you in general. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's it's disorienting for sure. Like I'm already, <laughs> yeah. I'm still adjusting to that. There's like no seasons. Oh, uh, yeah. oh uh, for sure. That's not. That's gonna take years. But I mean, well, it doesn't even. I can't even. I can't like. You know, it's also it's a year. E every other thing happening. It's fine. Yeah. If you haven't looked at the news yet, don't yeah, fucked up. It's, yeah it's i mean like good. everyone's dealing with like the every day is the same even more so now but yeah. originally when i moved to la i was like 
there's no seasons. I can't tell how to feel. <laughs> yeah. There's no yeah. weather. There's no seasons. There's just every day is a uh, groundhog day. And as a consequence <clears throat> of that, uh, years will whip by. It's kind of amazing when it's like, uh, all literally all you have is like Christmas and you're like, oh, oh, I guess that is another year. But it's like when January feels like June, it, it, it just like time does yeah. not seem to as, move. As cool. somebody was, that yeah. grew up without seasons. Uh, um, oh, yes. Like, um, I just feel like they look like a, a pain in the ass for the most part. Do you feel just, like when Californians say there are no seasons, you're like, I'm I'm from Hawaii, motherfucker. I yeah. really have no seasons. Yeah, I, we have we have uh, some <clears throat> rain and some more rain. That's basically that's that's this. Those are the two seasons in Hawaii. And yeah, I mean, like it's like at least like leaves fall here. At least I like, you know, go, hey, look at that. There's a leaf on the ground. I guess I guess I should pay my rent <laughs> <laughs> once a quarter. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, but you you came out here. Um, was it because of Craig of the Creek? Because you already you already worked on all the stuff for Craig of the Creek. Yeah, uh, it was it was for a lot of reasons. I mean, yeah. just you know that that added to it. It was it was just interesting being the only person who was not like in Los Angeles that was working on that show. Um, I wanted to do more stuff. I was like, okay, I'll be out here. I'll go like meet folks and maybe score a movie or some shit so, <laughs> yeah not gonna happen uh and my my sister my brother my brother lived out here my sister lives out here they both have kids i got friends out here yeah like, it's just like yeah let's uh shake things up a little bit yeah i'm, I'm always like i've been out here I, like i grew up in hawaii then i was 19 i moved out to los angeles and i've been here ever since and like I feel like so jealous of when I hear people tell stories of uh yeah I lived in Seattle for a couple of years and then I lived I was in Boston and I go I, I I want that so bad in my life to have lived in more than two places. You could do that. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> where are you but, like, right now? Where are you going? What's your what's what do you got your L sights? London. Set on? London. London is the uh, is the one I want to do. Oh, that one's hard though. There's a whole ocean. There's there. a whole. But the thing is, it's like I like because I've been around the states so much. But I like the idea of uh, getting a job and living in London because then it's just like quick train rides to explore a ton of the world I've never seen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, all the UK is just like super easy to check yeah. it all out. And yeah. it's I've thought of moving to like Glasgow or something because Scotland is just like the fucking best. Uh, yeah, but, I have friends. But... I have friends that live in Glasgow, um, and like the guys from Paws are, like live over there and. Uh, or not Phil anymore, but like, it's like, th there was a point where I was like, well, I can, I don't know, there's that, that place is too. And that's a quick plane ride to Amsterdam or Sweden or fucking anywhere over there. Yeah. Yeah. Let's and go. then I'll have no and friends. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Um, uh, but what do you, um, how are you handling the no tour? Cause this is probably the longest you've gone since you were a child without. Being yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that is a correct assessment. <laughs> uh it's weird i don't know i mean i like uh sometimes i'll get really bleak about it and <laughs> just kind of really uh sometimes it's really uh how do i put it like it's easy to feel that you're just like oh this the fucking like the thing that i do that makes me feel like i am a purposeful human being and also that like satisfies all this like weird mental health shit inside me mm -hmm. like i'm not doing that anymore and i don't know when i'm ever gonna do that again and that's a very fucked up dark feeling but uh also i like 
I'm super grateful that I am still like, uh, that I'm still making music, that I'm still a working musician, that I'm still like that Craig of the Creek is like season three is still going as That's it's great. Been going. Um, so I'm still doing that. Uh, it, but like, a, yeah, that I, I moved out here thinking I was going to yeah. travel and see my friends. <laughs> I thought I'd be back in New York like three times this year. Like when we left New York, I feel like I was just like, okay, everybody, see you in May. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm so used to going on tour anyway. That's like, okay, like I fucking in and out. It didn't really seem like that big a deal. And now I'm just kind of like, ah, shit. That's, it's just weird, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. It's, a, it's a real fucking trip. Um, and, but you've been doing, uh, you've been still performing. Uh, you've been doing Instagram live uh, benefit shows and stuff yeah. like that. And, and actually those are more fun and satisfying than uh, playing in a room with people and <laughs> all your friends. So it works out great. Yeah. What's well, so you, you've done with some regularity um, uh, and uh, uh, AJJ has been doing it um, with like every, I think every Friday since this began. Every day, every day, <laughs> every day. I don't Jesus know. Christ. I think it's still every day. Uh, yeah, Sean, I don't know if he's just like, I know he's a glutton for punishment. Uh, and I know he likes doing funny things, but I wonder if he thought it was going to go on for as long as it's going on. <laughs> he like, we were texting cause I watched him when he first started doing, him, I was watching him pretty regularly and we would text each other and like, uh, about like that, just that need, that performer need to like do something. And like, uh, and like he asked, like he texted me, he's like, how are you as a fellow in extrovert dealing with <laughs> like this thing and i was like i was like clearly a little better than you because <laughs> like there was a time where i got like and this was you know the, over the summer it was just kind of like i was like oh, i don't know i feel okay just kind of taking a break and not feeling the need to have any kind of output and and then and then you realize like how much that really fills a little bit of a hole inside yeah you. yeah i i totally get that like we the the band took a year off of tour like right before uh we right before all this happened like we figured no dream was gonna come out and that we were gonna like get back out on the road again because i was like you know i feel like i i am introvert and extrovert depending on what's like attacking me in a way <laughs> uh and uh yeah i was like losing my mind and i was like i i need i need space and now i'm just like can I just held on for fucking like <laughs> 10 more months? <laughs> and, like, just put a little on. nest egg all the way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, speaking of uh, No Dream, it is, uh, and I, I think I, I told you this uh, when I heard it, it was this, this album is your best album. Thanks, Jonah. Uh, yeah. It really was, it felt, it was, and I think I said this, it was like, it was instant. Like listening to it felt like an immediate classic, which, um, I don't feel too much anymore. Sometimes like a lot of stuff, like it's like, if it's too familiar, you go, well, it's, it's fine. Like, you know, it's like, you'll like something, but it's not going to stick around or if something's that you, you know, as you get older, you start to kind of try and find stuff that's challenging to you. But there was something about this that was so fleshed out and so, um, and so like mature, but, and very punk and snotty at the same time. And then also like familiar and new, it was uh, like, it was incredible to listen to like, cause right Thanks, away it just it? like, it was just, and what, like, was this just another album for you or was this, uh, well, none like, of, I mean, I mean, none of them are, sorry, I interrupted. Was there a, no, 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 there, there was, a, there was one of those trail second uh, questions. There was one of those, it was one of those trail off <laughs> questions where you were supposed to jump, jump yes. in. Yes. Great. <laughs> Any question that I was supposed to interrupt is like perfect. Uh, 
No, I mean, every record for me is like, I'm, I'm trying to write it as if it's the last record that I'm ever making. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't really take for granted that uh, anybody will ever decide to continue listening to my music after <laughs> I make something. So I was just like, all right, try make this one. Try make this one a good one. Uh, and I don't, and I never really know like how anybody will receive it. I was really happy to see that people uh, liked this record a lot. It always, it makes me feel good when that is the response. Uh, I mean, have you, have you, have you had that before? Because, you know, being uh, in the punk world, there is that like, you know, every time there's a new punk record, you know, kids are going to speculate, like, is he trying to go popular? Is he, is he being too stagnant? I know like, as like, you know, there was, I always think about this, like the weaker thans never, they put out like basically the same album over and over again, but mm. I love, but I, I mean, did they? No, I, I, mean, I, I take issue with that. I'm, I'm like, you know, fallow is like his own little thing, but like, I know that wasn't an insult. I'm saying like, they put well, out like a great record, like every single record, no, no. I can't put one above the other. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like I, 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 I guess that's the example is that like the weaker Thuds are a band to me that I feel like grew with every record, uh, like versus, say you have like Dillinger Four and you have the Weaker Thuds, and both of them have only made good records. Yes, uh, very true. But like the Weaker Thuds, like I felt like Left and Leaving was a step up in production, and mm-hmm. then Reconstruction Site was a step up in like just a lot of horns and a lot of interesting stuff and more of like a country, like a lot of slide guitar and just like a different vibe. That reunion tour felt really icy and had like all these like synths and like, like the way utilities ended up on that record. Uh, yeah. Like is so much different from the way that like he was playing it live on his own and stuff. And I felt like it was like a really nice arc. And I think like that's, I think when I'm making another record, I, I, I'm taking issue. I, I'm not really taking issue. No, no, no. It, it's like, you it's know, exciting to you know, take I, issue I think on a podcast. Having, I having you... Hot takes. Having you, my uh, spicy takes of the weaker than... But I, but I love it. They're like one of, they're one of my all-time... They're my top, one of my top five bands. Um, and, but like hearing you say that, because I always just say that. I was like, they put out the same record and it was almost like a compartmentalized way of saying how much I like all their records. It's like, sure, yeah. it's like they put out the same record every time and it's my favorite record every time. Well, he just keeps writing fucking good songs. I mean, those solo records. Unstoppable. That, (laughs) that, like, um, Millennium for All is one of the best songs he's ever written. I think it's such an incredible song. Yeah. How about, did you hear Fantasy uh, Baseball, The End of the World yet? Yes, we played that a few weeks ago. God, I I saw him play that live on his own when he was doing a solo show. And he, like, preceded it by basically saying, like, Things are kind of too bleak to write music right now. Uh, None of my songs seem like they're worth singing. I wrote a song about my fantasy baseball team. And everyone's like, play it, play it. (laughs) "Uh, I guess. And and then he played it. Everyone in the room was just like, uh, like odd hush. And, and it was just like, this is incredible. And then when that song came out, I feel like I avoided it for a while. But the day that I listened to it, I just listened to it like 10 times in a row. Just like, tears just yeah. like oh man yeah but uh, they, I, thanks for actually putting that the weekend there's a perspective for me because i think it it might have also been a thing where they did grow but i grew with it and it was like yeah i think it's like i was at the age when those were coming out where it was hidden the right way every single time isn't that like, the cool it, shit i think that's the coolest shit like could, like if you take like take like green day for example mm-hmm. they're still 
they're still progressing in a way, but like what the whatever track they're on like has nothing to do with me anymore. It's kind of similar with Weezer <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's just I, like props to you for experimenting, but it's cool I, I when mean, a band like the Weaker Thans is just always like stays stays anchored in like I think it's because they fucking stay anchored in punk. I think it's because John K. Sampson's a fucking punk. And I yeah. think that like yeah. you know so I, I, I guess to like circuitously answer your question about it, it's like I think that as, for me, as it, as I was like personally listening to like more power pop and more like pop music, uh, more indie rock, uh, there is also the side of me that was like listening to more like the hardcore records that like Jack Shirley makes, or listening to Converge, or listening yeah. to like more thrash, and just like if you're going to pull it this way, you got to pull it in a more fucked up way and make it even more fucked up sounding. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's kind of how I've tried. That's how like I've attacked the question of like, how do you make your records? How do you, how do you grow while still like, uh, while not like doing some like whack bullshit basically. Yeah. yeah and it's- you never really know until people are like, Hey, good news. Your record isn't playing, and you're like, yeah. "Oh, okay, woo, yeah." Not shit this time. Can't wait yeah. to make another one. <laughs> I, I love the you. I love the idea of somebody walking up to you and going like, "Good news, uh, my opinion of your record is good." Like that, <laughs> yeah. it just happened. Really? Well, right here uh, on this uh, podcast, true. we can't walk yeah. up to each other anymore. Jeez, come on, have some I'm positivity sorry. about it. I, pandemic going going back to uh green day i remember when warning came out and i was so stoked i was like all right here we go like i loved that turn that kinks turn of warning and how it was like a literally whole- playing picture book yes exactly <laughs> yeah. not the first or last time he would rip off a riff um but when you're you know doing speed and making you know 800 songs a month yeah I, I don't, you know, I, I, warning when it came out, I remember being really bummed that the guitar tones were so clean. Mm. And then when American Idiot came out, I was like, I was fucking stoked. I thought that shit was awesome. I, I like, I couldn't, I, I thought it was so cool that they were like making these like two, like, like, like Jesus of Suburbia and the one at the end of the record, I forget what it's called. I think it's called Homecoming, mm-hmm. uh, are both like, like people hadn't made like punk songs that were like that before. Uh, and also the guitars sounded mean. And I was like, this is cool. And Kathleen Hanna was on a song and the yeah. melodies were really good. And then like, as that rollout of that record happened, cause I also remember reading interviews when it came out, they'd be like, I don't know. We made like a fucked up record. I don't know what people are going to think about this. And then like, I don't know, uh, like the video for American Idiot with like the, I don't know, that guy, Samuel Bayer. I won't talk shit about Green Day, but I could talk shit about that director of all those things. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like it's the most like toxic male energy thing. Like just like, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The video <laughs> I, for Wake Me Up with September Ends, which is uh, like the, the anti-war. like army war story. And you think yeah. about how like Billy Joe wrote that about his dad is just like, why? Why would you turn this into this? Billy Joe, if you're listening, look, man, I'm just a fan. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, too. I too am a fan and still still listen to a lot of Green Day. And I like it. They're a band that I'll always check out a new record. Yeah. For sure. But I do remember when the American Idiot, like the thing that threw me off, I was like, that's a D4 riff. Yeah. That was a Dillinger 4 riff. And, and then they were able to get money off of it because he. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's. 
it's crazy. It's like it's like that's yeah. a you know. I want you to all pay attention. Um, How do you do that? How do you? That's so brazen. I that's <laughs> the thing. He did it with like the Kinks on multiple songs yeah. uh, on that, that album. But I do want to play a song. I'm gonna take a break and play oh. a song. Um, from uh, your uh, new album, uh, Old Crap, I think is such a great, great song. Um, cool. uh, is that okay, or do you have a preferred song you want? No, to I'm stoked that you're playing Old Crap. <laughs> yeah, I, I fucking, I, I love it. Um, and but we just need to take a break with the song, and when we come back, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna have an ad probably, right? Uh, yeah. yeah, about right now. Yeah, and then uh, and then uh, more Jeff Rosen talk when we come back. We're listening to this in real time. Oh boy! Go oh boy! Back to the old crap to the thing. Yeah, I'm tired of the truth. 
Hey everybody, it's Cash here to talk to you about keeps. Did you know two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 35? The best way to prevent hair loss is to do something about it while you still have hair left. Well, now you can get treated from home. You used to have to go to a doctor's office for your hair loss prescription. Now, thanks to keeps, you can visit a doctor online and get hair loss medication delivered right to your home. They make it easy and deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to pharmacy checkout lines and awkward doctor visits. And Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA approved hair loss products out there. You may have tried them before, but probably never for this price. Prevention is key. Keeps treatments can take up to four to six months or more to see results, so it's important to act fast. The sooner you start using Keeps, the more hair you'll have. Find out why Keeps has more five-star reviews than any of its competitors, and nearly 100,000 men trust Keeps for their hair loss prevention medication. Keeps treatments start at just $10 a month. Plus, for a limited time, you can get your first month free. If you're ready to take action and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash radio to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash R-A-Y-D-I-O. Keeps.com slash radio. Keep it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is Bob Dylan. You're listening to Jonah Radio. All right. We're back with more Jeff Rosenstock. Uh, Jeff uh, currently appearing live on Instagram sometimes. Sometimes. Yes, and then also uh, Craig of the Creek. You can hear his music there. And you did there. There was a there was a compilation, I believe, like a, a soundtrack that came out. There's a musical episode. I did a musical episode. That's right. That's right. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. I don't. It's exciting. It's cool. That was fun. How, that was how did that work? That. Did they came to you with lyrics or? Uh... Uh, I I came. So I flew out here, um, and I went into the writer's office, and they had like a premise. And we talked about it and we talked about like, okay, well, where would the songs be? Like they basically, they had the idea that the plot is that it's raining and Craig can't go outside and play at the Creek. So he imagines playing and uh, like, he kind of just goes and goes on this like magical journey, but he's just thinking about it instead of doing it. And then we're just like, okay, well, what would the songs be like? Oh, it would be cool. So like, you got to say that that's happening you gotta like announce what's going on and then we'll have him going along and meeting all these different tribes of the creek and then it's like oh it'd be cool if ren the science uh person had a song and then it was like oh kelsey's gotta have a song jp's gotta have a song and then it was like oh uh, now we're pretty much done uh and then i was like you know we kind of went through it all and then i kind of in the room with my little like keyboard was like okay well what if this song was like this and they were like whoa you could just write songs like that i'm like that's how i feel every time you fucking send me an episode i'm like you just drew this <laughs> like you know, just took a pen and now it now this works uh and then i i went back to like 
this Airbnb in North Hollywood where I was staying with like two like uh, uh, like small synthesizer things and a MIDI controller and a couple of instruments that I had borrowed and uh like recorded the first song and sent it over is like is this the, the classic like is this good and they're like yeah it, that's good i was like oh okay great and then went in the next day talked about what the next song should be and i was like okay cool and then just kind of did that for wow. four or five days and then it was done and wow. then uh yeah and it, it's fun to me that like that's what is on what's on the episode is like what i recorded on my laptop in someone else's apartment in North <laughs> yeah. Hollywood. And like, I was like singing guide vocal tracks. And one of the songs is like a hardcore song. So I'm just like mm. screaming my ass off at someone's apartment and just like leaving, just like dripping in sweat where my <laughs> neighbors are just like, who, who is this person? I, you know, I was just reading the story cause there were, you know, it was like the 10th anniversary of Scott Pilgrim and uh, Beck like posted a thing about it on his Instagram. And I think we mentioned this, but like how, you know, him and uh edgar wright and brian lee o'malley came on their bus while he was on tour it was like here are the storyboards like here's the thing we want you to write songs like in this kind of maybe style or something like that and he's like okay when i get back from tour i'll make some stuff so like after tour he just like roughed out with some friends like live tracks of like some songs and then he sent him over he's like he's like oh here's what i'm thinking is this good and then edgar was like these are great and then uh ended up just using those is that he's what like, that is <laughs> yes that's it's tight. all it's like all of that stuff is like rough demo shit uh, that in like, um, he's like, he's like, and props to the actors because they had to like learn all the mistakes I made not thinking <laughs> that these were going to be the final things. Did That's the actors awesome. play their instruments on it? I didn't read that 10th anniversary thing. Did the actors play and sing? How did that work? Do you they, know? Uh, no, I think it was all, it was all, uh, it was all just a demo. It was all like, it was all Beck. That's fucking wow. That shit's rad. See, I like there's spirit in people. This is, like I don't know, I go on this tirade all the fucking time, but like the like over quant like quantizing and auto tuning and fixing everything and making everything perfect, like you lose all that spirit that's in the demo where you fuck everything up, but it just like has so much life in it, and it just like has so much energy. Like I don't, I I don't yeah, you understand. Feel, you feel more in the room, like you feel yeah. like you're seeing a live show. I was I listened to an interview about Run the Jewels four. Yeah, and, uh, and then uh, Zach De La Roca did like a demo for his verse on something, and then LP was like, "Okay, that's great. Yeah, so when are you if you just you know want to do it on a better microphone and <laughs> send me something?" And he was like, "Oh, okay." And then like a week went by, and <laughs> Zach called him up. And was like, "So what kind of microphone should I buy?" <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "What?" He's like, "That microphone is what I did every uh, everything I've ever done." on just screaming in my bedroom like it's a sure sm50 or whatever like they're like the shitty stage mics that comics use yeah and he's like yeah that's that's the only mic i've ever had and he's like that's so sick and then lp was like okay never mind yeah. <laughs> like if it was good enough for fucking all that shit like, well, i just I, love like do you, the, it, do you guys know that the rage against the machine record was recorded live with people like the first record the self-titled record was like they just set up the studio like a practice space and had a few friends come over and they just played it. And that's the record. Yeah. Like, so him I think singing into them. Like, yeah, yeah. Didn't, wasn't there a thing where it's like they were recording it like in a studio and it just wasn't, it wasn't working. Yeah. I then, may, yeah, probably. Yeah. Cause they were at the sunset sound, wherever the, the movie, I think it's sunset sound. Yeah. That made the doc, the Dave Grohl documentary. Oh, oh no. Sound mm -hmm. city. That was sound, sound city. city. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, that's the Valley. Yeah. Jeez, man. 
Hey, I just moved here. Come <laughs> <laughs> uh, sunset sounds been... right on Sunset, man. Yeah, Sunset. Yeah. That's right next to the now disgraced Ryan Adams Studio. Yeah, <laughs> and the now disgraced uh, what was that British pub that is oh, no Cat and Fiddle? There? Yeah, Cat and Fiddle. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah uh, I mean ADHD. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. How many? No, let's go through what's Local, disgraced. Uh, lo- <laughs> wow, lo- this town's changed, huh? Local references. Twenty yeah. years goes by in a minute. <laughs> All right. Okay. We're gonna, it's time for some cash. What do you want to do? <laughs> music news. That's right. It's time for music news. Oh, cool. Where Jeff Rosenstock is going to join us. Thank you. Join you us as. Muted my microphone during this, and I was like, huh. <laughs> Huh. That's interesting. I guess I thought this. I thought this was a full. I thought this was a full-on interview. Yeah. Our Not people here. talked. <laughs> so here's here's some news. Travis Scott. Oh boy. Rapper singer Travis Scott is getting his own McDonald's meal deal. Ooh. So like every time he comes in, they just like have it ready for him or what? <laughs> it's this, this is the uh, this is spin spin is reporting on this. So he's the first celebrity to be featured at McDonald's since 1992. Um, I'm sorry. Is fucking Batman not a celebrity? <laughs> <laughs> Can you guess who the uh, uh, who the last person was that would have uh, done a had a meal deal? I would guess Michael Jackson. Uh, Close. <laughs> Tito Jackson? No, no. Just to change the last name. Michael Jordan. Michael, Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. oh, yeah. 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 The, great, great guess, Neil. Uh, the guy who knew it. Um, <laughs> Did uh, you win it out? Can't, no, I'm just, it's very, it's very cool that you just jumped in. We could have had some fun with these guys guessing, but. They, they each well, guessed. Did you know you knew it? <laughs> Neil knew, knew it. I knew it. Yeah. You looked this up together? No, I <laughs> yeah. am in the know. Um, oh. It's called the Cactus Jack. Is the uh, is the meal? It was uh, a wrestler that mankind. Yeah. It was like an alter ego of mankind. Yeah, but they're not saying exactly. Was, yeah, what the meal is? Is it like nopales on a Big Mac? Oh, it's it's like a bacon. It's like a bacon quarter pounder and like uh, some like. Oh, there fries. it is. I'm seeing it now. Yeah, sorry. Uh, quarter pounder with cheese, bacon, lettuce, a medium world famous fries with barbecue sauce to dip, and a sprite. What's a world famous fries? I haven't been to McDonald's in fucking fifteen years. I don't know. I don't uh, know. That, that's, that's I got money now. I go to Jack in the Box. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that Jack in the Box had a deal. It was like fifty tiny tacos for three dollars or yeah. something. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, man. Yeah. When I was driving Uber, I uh, I was I was sort of a uh, cons- consumer of uh, but French of uh, fast food, and I ate that. Uh, I, ha- I had a weird. Terrible. I had like, it's like a lot of time, like, you know, uh, going home drunk um, and like going through a drive through a jacket box drive through And I would have this thing where I'm like, I shouldn't do this. And then also I'm, I'm in the drive through and I get like, you know, uh, a breakfast sandwich from there, like a double cheese sausage thing. And then I would like be, ha- I'd be driving home eating it. And then I would have this, like, I would just maybe catch myself in the rear view mirror and go, <laughs> what am I doing? And then I would just throw it out of the window. Yeah. <laughs> I, the Mc, I, the McGriddle was a, a sandwich that like brought it, it. Really brought me a lot of self reflection. <laughs> I feel like every time I would be like, "It's this wow, sorry, but, Josh." No, uh, but that's not that. That's not the only person that's doing some food items. As we, you know, we said uh, a couple weeks ago, Master P is putting out some uh, rice and some syrup uh, um, there, uh, together. 
No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just he's doing his own like a because to replace Aunt Jemima's, he's doing a masterpiece syrup. Okay. Um, and, and Uncle and who, Ben. Who, who said okay. syrup? I did. Okay. All right. Cool. Great. Just wanted to make sure who was kind of being racist there. Why is that racist? No, syrup is a different thing. That's cough syrup with codeine in it. Yeah. 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 And Which I rap, rap, rappers from the South tend to drink it. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. And rappers from the South tend to be? White. <laughs> uh Hate breeds Jamie Jasta is now oh making Jasta Pasta. Oh, no. <laughs> huh. I laughed so hard a little snot came out of my nose. So, uh, guy from I, mean, I, I embrace the entrepreneurship, right. but like yeah. the, the dumb name, oof. Sell me on the Jasta Pasta. Why Jasta am pasta. I buying this instead of pasta? Uh, so <laughs> you, you can buy one of, like, maybe you want Perseverance Penne. Oh. Um, oh. The label, of course, uh, has that, you know, hardcore hate breed font is named, you know, it says Jasta, Jasta, and then it's a guy in a hoodie looking tough, holding a plate of pasta on the cover. Oh, wow. And on the back, you see, uh, it says, this pasta, it fuels me. The flavor excites me. The texture is perfect. It makes me rock harder. Jeremy Jasta. Um, I'm Jasta. in on this Jasta pasta, 100, 110%. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this rocks. Would you I'll do what? If you but I reject it. the notion that pasta has a flavor. It's literally like, it's like bread. You put other shit in it to have it have flavor. But yeah, you, but to be fair, you haven't had this pasta. Yeah, that's true. okay. Yeah, Ma yeah, it might have like yeah, a drink yeah. Fused or with, But you know, uh, good cinnamon. noodles. Good noodles make a difference. Good yeah. noodles can make a difference. They do. Yeah. It makes um, all the difference. So it is important. It's very important. So perseverance yeah. penne might be the way to go. Uh, well, and then there's there's Patty Labelle pies, which we all know and love. Of course. Um, Jeff, if you did a uh, if you did a uh, a food what would it be what would be the the rosenstock meal i don't uh, the rosenstock meal i like yeah. that travis scott's fucking mcdonald's meal like chooses your beverage for you yes. <laughs> get a sprite it's like all right you get the travis scott meal but can i get like a coke zero sorry you cannot no, get it's, it it's not the travis scott yeah that's meal gonna be you 65 dollars extra yeah. Yeah. yeah that's uh uh that's a jim jones i don't know what i would make i would just i don't i would uh uh taco bell have them bring back potatoes and have some fake meat shit there, there you go I, would, I, I, I suggest one a vegan yeah, mexican please. pizza a vegan i was going to say that jeff rosensock's soup stock just oh yeah yes yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. there we go yeah. that's yeah. that's better and like it's a, vegetable a it's a delicious rose water uh, <laughs> soup stock <laughs> that no one could possibly imagine eating and uh, that'll be great you guys uh, ever made, don't have uh, to make that many you ever made rice in a rice cooker with a, a like vegetable stock instead of oh, yeah. uh, water? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. We so got good. some like some of this like fake beef bouillon shit and this garlic oh, yeah. bouillon Use we throw in there. Throw some bouillon. curry in there if you're making like a like a fried rice situation. Like a it's nice. Yeah. <laughs> I just make like a shitload of rice and then uh, in the more like I eat it with with whatever vegetables I'm I was making that night and then the leftover rice you make like these little. Uh, discs of uh rice that you fry in a frying pan and then crack an egg in the middle of it for breakfast oh i'm gonna do that i just i always make extra rice so that save the cold rice for fried rice later on and then forget about it and then 10 days later i have gross rice in my fridge that I <laughs> yeah, of course so this seems better um 
Dan Engler went on uh, Twitter and asked uh, uh, our, our listeners uh, uh, to build a combo meal for a band. Uh, for example, he said the Minutemen uh, would be three corn dogs and a Corona. Uh, <laughs> he was using the uh, hashtag mealed it. Um, ah, that's a good one. At Life of Brian says uh, uh, the Devo would be a Costco pack of Lunchables and two jugs of Tang. I guess that is like <laughs> deconstructed. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, de-evolutioned um, at uh, tiny max dolphin says uh, the man man is uh, just lemon vodka and churros <laughs> um, i guess you gotta really know what ryan katner likes to <laughs> well no that's a line from one of the songs oh is it now yeah okay mm. um ron penny says the weezer is a subway italian bmt and adderall i don't think i know why you don't know you haven't listened to their later material huh? i guess not <laughs> yeah yeah that does just sound like it's like that just sounds like college to me. Yeah. Just like getting a Subway sandwich and taking Adderall. I didn't go, but I just assumed. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that that's about right. Yeah. After uh, the hockey playoffs, I'll never eat at a Subway ever again. It's the only advertiser on the NHL network. So, it's so, it, wor- so it works against them. Yeah. 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 Oh, because it's that jingle. Five dollar. Five dollar oh, foot long. Yeah. That, that's that's why that's I've. Catchy. Uh, it's the only thing I, it's the only thing in the world that i watch live so you can't fast forward through it you listen to the ad every eight minutes i've been watching basketball and there's this fucking ad where it's like this this restaurant in new york that shut down because of the pandemic and couldn't survive and then at the end it was like small businesses Support them if you can. <laughs> Facebook. And it's like, fuck you. You could literally support all of them. You yep. have all the money. You oh. took all the money. We have yeah. no money because of you. You fucking support them. Don't guilt me. Yeah. Zuck. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> I saw a thing uh, on Amazon. Uh, uh, a news story about Amazon today because like Amazon has like Amazon basics, which are like mm-hmm. USB cords and, you know, just like batteries. You know, yeah, like cheap shit that like anyone could make and whatever. Yeah, they're all catching on fire and exploding. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> and I'm like, oh great, take this fucking guy down. Let's get yeah. that boat and put some homeless people on it. Nothing can stop him. He'll yeah. never like. It's like you know, he'll buy he'll buy Mars. And then, <laughs> well, but if he buys Mars, then uh, man, just imagine if everybody who sucks just was like, and now we're going to Mars. I think yeah. we'd be good. I think we'd be able to figure it out here on this planet. Yeah, I, think I want to get left behind. I want to get left behind to run. Yeah, I'm going to be a leftover. Yeah. <laughs> I only uh, watch the first three episodes. Just so, like that, uh, right. I assume right. it works out great. <laughs> it's great. It's a very great show. Um, here's another. Johnny D87 says, The Rage Against the Machine combo is a can of beans cooked over a campfire at a political rally. Um, <laughs> That's the, very uh, hobo. The, the Queens of the Stone Age combo is... Nicotine, Valium, Vicodin, <laughs> Marijuana, Ecstasy, and Alcohol with an optional side of cocaine. <laughs> um, I like and, uh, how that's optional because he does say it like a question. <laughs> yeah, cocaine. That's like the guy that like comes over prepared at the party yeah. and then like but knows there's still the stigma, the stigma behind cocaine. It's like we got Ecstasy. Everyone's like, yeah, we got Marijuana. Yeah, Valium, Vicodin. Shit, yeah, Ecstasy. Oh, shit, alcohol. Fuck yeah, weird way to end on after all those, but sure. And then cocaine? Whoa, dude. <laughs> oh. You should have thrown, like, chewing tobacco in there or Chewing tobacco. Dips. The George Thorogood. Anybody know what that would be? Bone. It's got to be some sort of bone broth. Scotch, whiskey, bourbon scotch, 
one bourbon, one scotch, one one beer. beer. Yeah, yeah. He has like five of those over the course of the song, so maybe it should be five whiskeys, five bourbons, five scotches, <laughs> and five beers. That's so, the fam- yep, that's so a family meal. <laughs> you all know a, a different George Thurgood song other than "Bad to the Bone" is what it appears to be happening. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. Look, cool. Look, all uh, I'm saying I'm is. Once you get that album, I'm excited to hear where, where your music turns now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Yeah. Uh, so as we all know, John Dolman, uh, drummer, um, right-wing drummer of System of a Down. Uh, oh, no, I didn't know that. Oh, he's, yeah. he's been getting into, like, online fights with Surge over stuff. But, like, they, right. you know. Props to Surge. Yeah, uh, but they like you know they're old friends and he's a great drummer. Um, but he's very very right wing, um, and and that's come out that's in, in a lot of his posts. Um, but someone apparently he has a a comic uh, company. He has a comic book store, and someone went on Yelp uh, and left a, a a review of his comic book store saying, "If you care about Black Lives, women's choice, and actually fighting racism and fascism, fa- fascism, fascism." fascism uh please do not buy from this store uh and then like he he just said he has a right to say that but i have a right to have my opinion he did that kind of thing but <laughs> yeah but this guy uh sucks <laughs> he just <his> fucking <laughs> yeah his uh his uh his stance on things is real fucking lame where's and this comic book store oh i don't know i didn't i didn't oh. look up that far sorry i'm gonna, I'm gonna guess glenn knew. yeah yeah um Metallica wrote an orchestral version of Nothing Else Matters for a movie. If you were to think of a big movie coming out, what movie do you think it would be? Batman. Not Batman, but that is a great guess. That's well, because they did well because fucking something in the way in the trailer. That's which, right. Oh my goodness, Kurt Cobain would hate that fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's like uh, who does it? It's it, who's the one singing it? I think it's him. I don't oh, it's, know. It's just a remix or something? I, I, yeah, I think they took it's. I know that the story of that song is like he was in the control room on the couch just playing it and they mic'd him up and recorded to that. Yeah. So think of that becoming this like, and now it's for the Batman and everyone got COVID. Just yeah. like, <laughs> I, would, I, I would think that if Kurt Cobain had survived, he would have come to grips with his, his, his music. Liberty. Taken all, taken all that money and eventually become Batman. So I'm going to disagree <laughs> with you. <laughs> Yeah. Finally, a Batman who's not a fucking asshole. <laughs> just, just a Batman that can't really do much because he's so scrawny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> hair, hair kind of popping out from the cowl. Hey. Hey. No, it's, yeah. it's like Kirk, mine. I'm not yeah. Kurt Cobain tucking it back in his head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ooh. No, someone, Ooh. someone else. Batman showing up in these loose sweaters. Yeah. Um, is yeah. Batman a close guess? Uh no, it's a uh, it's Disney's okay. Jungle Cruise movie. Oh, what? Okay, yeah, that's surprising. Didn't they already do Arcana nothing else of matters? Songs? Yeah, for uh for nothing else matters, uh, an orchestral version. Well, they did like they added stuff, but I think this is like a whole orchestral version. It says it goes back to Disney production president Sean Bailey, who is a lifelong rock fan. Oh, <laughs> glad to see there's still some rock fans out there. We'll take them where we could get them. Who, like, is there anyone after 85 that says, like, uh, what's your favorite kind of music? Well, rock, probably. Yeah. Me? Rock. I, look, I love rock. I've been into rock for a long time. Yes. All rock I love. I just, rock's just, for me, seems like such an odd way to describe <laughs> music these days. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's so many subgenres. It's like, identify yourself, stranger. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, you know, fuck a subgenre though. That makes it, that makes it inaccessible. I think like, you know, you meet just someone, you know, who doesn't have access to pretentiousness. Maybe they just describe it as rock. I think if you're a movie executive, you probably should know. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. If you're and in the, that's how, and that's how he introduces business. himself in a meeting. He's like, uh, <clears throat> First thing, you might be noticing the guitars on my wall. I'm a bit of a rockhead. <laughs> it's like I a like fucking it. Spotify guy with his like Target guitar T-shirt. Yeah, that he yeah, wore yeah. That thing. Like, hey, I understand music, everybody. I like how you Move said that. Wrong. You gestured the wrong way to the guitars on your wall. <laughs> oh no! In this, in this guy's office, in this guy's office, he doesn't have them behind him because that's oh, okay. professional. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, that's it for music news. Uh, we're going to go into a new little segment. Oh, uh, and new segment. Uh, a new that segment not, that was not discussed, but it's, a, it's it's just something. There wasn't a lot of news that I really liked. Uh, that was, wardrobe, um, wardrobe change. Wardrobe. All right. You got it, Neil? Let me know when you're ready, Neil. Ooh. Oh. Look at that. Shaved hey. head. Neil Shaved just took off the mask he's look been committed to for the Infinitely more hour. ska without the mask on. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the name of your next record? Infinitely more ska? Yeah, we're doing it together. Sorry, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, it is now for This Week in Rock History. Ooh. <laughs> it's where I found a website that shows you different little things that happen in rock as a way to have yeah, something I'm to the, talk about. That's great. Of, My birthday yes. was on Monday, so this is all... Hey, uh, it's funny. It, I didn't see that in the... I didn't see that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, you, I, are you hiding it on Facebook? I'm not on, I, no, but I'd have, I haven't like looked at Facebook in a very, very long time. And I, I, I tweeted something about it being my birthday. And then 10 minutes later, I was like, what the fuck? What am I trying to do here? And then I took it down. I was like, people who wish me a happy birthday know it's my birthday. And people, so yeah, your birthday is matter. the sixth? Was that the sixth? Seventh. Was Monday? The oh, seventh. seventh. Okay. Yeah. Well, the day before, the, September 6th. Our yeah, birthdays are 19, exactly six months apart. 1970. Uh, Jimi Hendrix made his final live appearance when he appeared at the Isle of uh, Femarn in Germany. Uh, the guitarist died 12 days later on 18th of September, 1970. Dang, that's crazy. I guess I didn't realize he played 12 days before he died. Yeah, I guess he was interviewed about four days before that, like talking about how he was going to start collaborating with on his next record with uh, Miles Davis and Paul McCartney. Oh, that would have been a sick record! Yeah. Wait, together? Yeah, it was yeah. going to be a record. I'm not sure at the same time with all three of them or what, but he was like, he had plans on collaborating with both of them for his next musical project. Would it still and be, uh, what's Mitch Mitchell, I think is his drummer's name, right? Yeah. Mitch Mitchell? Yeah. yeah. Would it still be, oh my God, that would be so fucking sick. I know. It would have been a crowd. Uh, I don't think he was playing with Mitch Mitchell by then, though, because Mitch Mitchell never made it to. at that point. But I like, bring so. them all back. Bring everybody in there. Fucking oh, double totally. drums. Yes. <laughs> uh, Get the Grateful Dead guys. In this, this week. <laughs> This week in 1954, Elvis Presley played at the opening of the Lamar Airway Shopping Center in Memphis, Tennessee. Johnny wow. Cash was in the audience, and after the show, met Elvis for the first time. Two years later, to the week, Elvis Presley, Elvis Presley made his first appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show. Wow. Wow. You ever played that? a mall, Jeff? Um, my first band played in a <clears throat> Sam Goody in a mall. Does that count? That, that does. does. We never That's played, two things like, that don't exist anymore. You know... <laughs> We didn't play in like the veranda or anything like that. <laughs> you know, couldn't get, we weren't big enough. I sang French Christmas songs with the choir uh, at, a, at Ala Moana Mall 
uh, when I was uh, in a uh, fourth grade. So That's I guess cool. that were you supposed to, or did you just? <laughs> yeah, no, I just I just joined in. It was and... one of those improv everywhere things. Very big in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. Um, I, the uh, only one. Last only time part I went to a mall in Hawaii, there was a choir singing Christmas songs. <laughs> <laughs> so there we go, in Kailua or in. That's actually you went back in time. Oh yeah, that's yeah, yeah. why I, I thought that was you. That was me, yeah. Uh, in 1965, this week, the monkeys uh, was starting to get formed. The, a U.S. newspaper, the Hollywood Reporter, ran the following advertisement: "Madness folk and roll, uh, madness folk and roll musicians, singers wanted for acting roles in new TV show, parts for four insane boys." And then uh, 437 people applied for the job that would uh, become the monkeys. Dang! Oh, there's just one like, of us here. Wait a minute. Hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> um, and... Which is also the, the standard greeting. Come on, guys. Season, by the way. Oh. <laughs> there it is. We got it. <laughs> Anybody? <All right. laughs> um, oh, shit. <laughs> we all... Oh, sync problems. Yeah. Oh, this is a good sign. That'll, that'll be great to listen to. Are those to. two pieces of paper that you're putting <laughs> together? I'm not a musician, Jeff. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's rude of me. Um, September 8th, 2002, not, not one year after uh, 9-11, Iron Maiden singer Bruce Dickinson started his new job as an airline pilot. Yes! The heavy metal <laughs> singer rocks. qualified. I had as... no idea. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, he... Um, he uh, was a year first officer uh, uh, at Gatwick, at a Gatwick-based airline, um, Astraeus, um, who took holiday makers to Portugal and Egypt. He's still in Iron Maiden too, right? Yes, he just started doing that as a hobby. That's the fucking dream. It's like, get another job that has nothing to do with any of this shit, and it's just like, oh, so I'm a pilot now, who cares? Well, the band owns like a 747. Yes, and he flies it. Yeah, for like Rock and Rio and all that shit. Yeah, and he's oh like, it's a way to write it off, I think. You guys <laughs> must know about uh, Dexter Holland's jet, right? Singer of the Offspring has no. a plane. Uh, okay, first of all, I, okay, I'm trying to look this up as fast as I can mm-hmm. because it's good. Uh, um, it, it, he hasn't, so he has three planes. I know that he flew to every stop on the Warped <clears throat> Tour the year that he did it because I had friends who were on it and one of them rode with him. Uh, the plane looks like, this wow oh wow he's got the anarchy oh anarchy yeah uh and he didn't pay for it and he uh got and the company was like hey you got to pay for this jet (laughs) i think they repossessed his plane oh no (laughs) sorry dexter he's no longer fly for a white guy damn that's why that's why you have the job you have yes that's why i have the job i have that doesn't give me any money (laughs) yes Uh, well that's how and that's Um, why the job doesn't have anyone anymore (laughs) but but here's here's something look i'm gonna be fair i don't know what job you have (laughs) uh september 7th is your birthday correct yes so on that day in 1968, Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, John Paul Jones, and John Bonham made their live debut as Led Zeppelin, but were cool. billed as the New Yardbirds at a teen club in Gladstocks, which That's is uh, cool. outside of Copenhagen. Yardbirds <laughs> already abandoned at that point? Oh, yeah. In 68, yes, I believe so. That's which is like makes me think maybe so that's sick. I think that's what um I think that's what they were referencing in Spinal Tap. It's like we were the originals, then we, there was a band from New Hampshire uh, called the Originals, so we became the new originals. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also on uh, September seventh, 
1941 and 36. These are the birthdays as well as Jeff Rosenstock, uh, Otis Redding, and Buddy Holly. Oh, what? Wow. I didn't know uh, that. I didn't know were... that my birthday is the same day as a singer of Guar, or maybe the bass player of Guar. Oh, uh, really? I had, I had no idea it was the same as Otis Redding and uh, Buddy Holly. That's tight. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Yeah. And you're wearing your Buddy Holly glasses. I Yeah. For in honor of uh, knowing that I was going to receive some new information. About <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we're going to take a break with a, a play another song. and we'll, we'll be right back with more Jeff Rosenstock, where he's going to be giving you all of his tour dates for the year 2023. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Hop Along um, just released a, uh, a record, uh, essentially uh, the singer of Hop Along, which her name is um, Francis Quinlan. Francis Quinlan, thank you, um, buddy. She rules. She's great. Hopalong is one of my favorite bands. One of my fa- she's one of my favorite singers. Actually, she's one of my all time favorite singers right now. Yeah. Um, and she uh, just recently released a, like a solo record she made uh, her freshman year of college, and it's uh, it's really great. I guess she made it in her parents' basement her first summer back from college. Uh, and then like, uh, and she said she was like going through all these like emotional, she would like run upstairs to her parents and say like, it's like, I'm shit. I'm no good. Like she would have these breakdowns. And then I guess the drummer, I think it was the drummer from Iron Sheik, like then picked her up with like the tapes and then they drove, I think to like Rhode Island and then like mixed them all in like a couple days. Wow. Like, the story uh, right there. But we're going to play a song. Is this from- the Hopalong Queen Annalise stuff? Yes, Hopalong oh. Queen Annalise. Oh, shit. That's, that rules. I didn't know she put that out. Yeah, it just got put out uh, last week. So uh, here's a song from it uh, called Sirens. And we'll be right back with more Rose and Stock.
yourself a big damn threat all you have is land things with wings can't present themselves as a big damn threat when all you have is And you're listening to Jonah Radio. And also check out Mystery Science Theater 3000 on Netflix. Thank you so much, Brittany, for that. Big fan, big Misty, um, that Brittany Spears. Uh, that was, of course, Hop Along, Queen Anselise, uh Francis Quinlan uh, from a new album, Freshman Year, or old album that she just released for the first time digitally. Um, but an incredible, incredible singer. That was cool. Time for yeah, I like time quake. Yeah, time quake. It's when Jesus from with the all everything going on. Now you got a fucking time quake yeah, too. Yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it's damn. Well, if anything was going to start, it would be now. Huh? Guys, the future is here. What? Wait, hold on. Um, so, Cash, uh, Jeff, I'll let you know this. Like a while back, like I was, uh, I was talking about how I don't like to write lyrics, but I love making dumb songs real quick. Yeah. And then, um, Cash just remembered that he wrote lyrics to a song uh and forgot to send them um and so uh cash do you want us to do you want to just read through the lyrics for the song you sent sure um i was thinking that not to not to tell you my creative process jeff but this is I, my I'm, first I, song geez. so um i wrote a song about a kid getting a grappling hook because uh, I think that would be the coolest thing. When I was a kid, I wanted a grappling hook. And, like, there was a whole, um, like, the whole, like, kid neighbor thing where it's, like, everybody had cool stuff. So this is, you, uh, this, these did are Did you play lyrics. a lot of Bionic Commando growing I up? a little, little Bionic. Yeah. I always, that, like, that'll make you want a grappling hook. <laughs> and, like, the Batman thing where that, like, I remember in the first movie, there's, a, like, the shot of him using his, like, grappling hook thing. And it, like, wraps around the, um, yeah the whatever he's grappling and i was like i always want to try that and i yeah. could never make it like catch itself so i wrote this song called grappling hooks so tell us uh, the lyrics the lyrics are i uh it was awesome when cody did that flip riley's dad uh, uh, right excuse me it was awesome when cody did that flip riley's found him a bow fighting stick neil's got a flea market throwing star but i got him all i got him all beat by far grappling hook grappling hook grappling hook Harley's got a jacket from his dad that's camo, and Stokely's headband got him looking like Rambo. But I sent away from a mag I found, and when it gets here, I'll go roof from the ground. 
grappling hook, grappling hook, grappling hook. Who do you know named Stokely? Uh, Stokely Carmichael? <laughs> I don't know anybody yeah. named most of these things. I know a Cody. I like, I like the you idea of Neil. going roof. <laughs> yeah, going roof to ground. I would go ground. fucking roof on this yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this morning, I really That's quickly, I, I, I hopped on to GarageBand and picked up my guitar and uh, within a few minutes before we recorded okay. uh, made a version of this song using Cash's lyrics. So here we go. The world premiere yes. of Grappling Hook. Drums sound good. There you go. There was the song you made. You Gosh, how do you feel? How do you feel? I, you splitting like, royalties on this? Like, what's I, the, what's it, the we're, we're, we're all, it's vinyl only. We're doing a vinyl only release. Um, I maybe a download single. code. Because single only. All right. <laughs> Have you heard this yet? Was that no, your first that was, time? No, that was the first time. <laughs> what, what are you thinking? You're the artist. I, you, put, you, I, you put yourself out into the universe, and this is what the universe yeah, shit you're back the, out. You're, you're, Bernie to, hey. <laughs> you're Bernie Toppin to his Elton John right now. I, uh, yeah. it, it is kind of a... It is a it is a good feel. It's you know what it is. It's that feeling of collaboration where it was like uh-huh. I heard some of it when I was when I was putting it in, into the lyrics form, but then I'm surprised by what he 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 gave me. So at the same time, it's familiar and it's new. It's a great feel. Luck, baby. It's cool. Hot luck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. We should. Well, I think it needs a third verse. I I, I will say that was a, that's a criticism directed at me. Listen, I just I just used what, what no, I got. no 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 I get it I'm not blaming you. You I'm just listen to the song again if you want a third verse. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah, short enough. Well, I'll give like a third verse, verse and then we yeah. can like make it like a podcast thing. Yeah. All right. All right. That's Sounds good. good. That's a good Thank song. You. It's gonna hey. have a lot of love. Hey, it's got FYP it. vibes. I like yeah, that's, that's exactly <laughs> what I was. I almost was gonna go in and just do that tuka 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 tuka. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of instruments in that for just doing yeah. it right before we started too. You know, for but, a while, for a while there was a. Uh, I was trying to do a lead with this, but it, mm. it's uh, it's more complicated than I'm yeah, used to. No, that's, so. Yeah, that's a lot of breathing. I have that exact one, and I know that some of those notes are not so good. <laughs> Um, so that's it for our show. Uh, Jeff, um, where can people find you? Where, where, where do you want them to know about you as far oh, as I, uh, you could, I don't know. I put out records that are on all the things. I got a new record called no dream. Um, uh, if you're, if you're listening to this, I know we spoke about Amazon, uh, stop buying stuff from Amazon. It's easy. Mm-hmm. It just takes an extra, like 10 minutes, maybe to like Google the thing that you were going to buy on Amazon and buy it somewhere else. So yes. fuck Jeff Bezos. Uh, I don't toilet. know. Yeah, it's no, easy. that's toilet person. It is. It, it is toilet easier. Person. I thought you were going to say toilet paper though. Where are you going to get that? I, like, <laughs> no. oh, shit. I don't know. He's a toilet, toilet water drinker. 
Yes. Oh, somebody somebody came in the store the other day and asked if we had shit tickets, and I have been delighted ever since. <laughs> We're shit tickets <laughs> for toilet uh-huh. paper. Yeah. Hey, oh you guys my got any god! Shit tickets? And it took me a second, and then I was like, "Oh, that's the perfect metaphor." Like that's, that's- a fucking incredible way to. That's I don't want to call it anything else anymore. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> shit! Um, well, we got we got song number two. There it is. Yeah, shit tickets. You gotta. You're gonna have a seven inch soon enough. Yeah. yeah. You can play it on seventy eight. Just one on each side. <laughs> super, super short size. Perfect. I had a seven um, inch this morning. It took yeah. me six uh, shit tickets to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, Jeff, for uh, joining us. Uh, thank thank you very much for talk. having me. Thanks been, a lot for having me. Live stuff and, st- and then like a little uh, fundraiser stuff. Really great to have you on. Um, thanks. And we're going to end with a song um, from a uh, an artist um, that I just recently found out about, but um, they put out an album um called hannah uh the, the artist is uh, lomelda and the song is hannah's son and it's incredible uh the whole album is very very good uh so we're gonna play that cool and um yeah tell your friends about the show um and and thanks jeff for being here all right thanks yeah, a lot later. for having me it's a lot of fun thanks dan angler thanks to dan angler and you know what special shout out to dana lechtenberg yeah yeah, yeah there you go all right here we go <laughs> I sent you the sun from my heart.